Yo, 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 what up, what up, good morning, good morning, GM, GM, Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, look at that, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day, I got my co-hosts in the house, both on audio and video, Mando and Ovi, what up, what up, good morning, boys, how y'all doing? Hey, man, what's up? Dude, I'm vibing, I love to see the whole crew is here. All three of us, both on audio, both on video. You absolutely love to see it. All my, all my timeline, y'all. Uh, if you just want to watch video, as y'all know, we also stream on video live. Uh, uh, so we share like you know all the charts and the macro and the micro and the nano and all that stuff. Anyways, NFTs and the market. Nano. <laughs> nano. I just, I'm just making things stuff up at this. I don't day. like <laughs> just going through all the iPod iterations, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so what's all the iPod? Uh, all iPods to ever exist, and that's all the macro stuff from here forward. So, uh, you know, we're gonna have the um, we're gonna do macros, uh, we're gonna do nanos, we're gonna do mini, we're gonna do shuffle, we're gonna do touch. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we share our screen when we're on video uh, for those who want, uh, and and it taps into the audio. But it's uh, it's a little different. But anyways, 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 Mando, how you doing? JM, good morning. I'm good. Good. I still. I see you're still tuning in from the call center. You absolutely love oh, to see it. Yeah, audio quality. Oof. It's like he's in a tin, and the lid of the tin is like half. Oh open. yeah, remember like when you put two tin caps with that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. During this, during this, I'll, I'll put on the better audio. Don't worry. It's true. It, it's true. It was impossible for you to get prepped before the show or do that uh, over the last 24 hours or like three days baby, ago. Well, it's true. The baby. It's true. Mando does take calls with the baby in his arms. I, I was, I was, I, I had a conversation with the baby before coming on the show. It was fun. I was, I was, uh, I was telling her uh, to buy my bags in the future. So I was like preparing her. I was like, hey, I was like, hey, hey, you got any rug radio NFTs? He had me on my speaker, and I could hear her, hear her, like you know, just make noises. And I was like, hey, um, you should buy rug radio NFTs. I was like, hey, like you should buy a Nakamoto card at some point. I was like telling her all these things uh, and prep- preparing her uh, for for the future. Uh, but anyways, she'll grow up. Burger, a, known, a known grifter to kids. <laughs> I'm just preparing. Look, while everybody's trying to like shill crypto to their grandparents and aunts and uncles at Thanksgiving, I'm actually preparing the next generation. So thank me later. Okay. You're literally welcome uh, for, for like literally like getting your daughter ready to actually enjoy your monkey JPEGs. Because like I, what happens if she's 12 years old one day and she looks at those monkey JPEGs because you're probably still going to be holding them in 10 years. And she'll be like, yo, what the hell is this? You know, but if she's prepped, there you go. Um, <laughs> uncle for There you go. Uncle for I'll be, I've always wanted to be that uncle, you know, uh, <laughs> pull up with the dope gifts, you know, at Christmas time, you know, <laughs> oh my God, you know, take the, take the kid out to drink his first pint at 16. You know what I mean? Like on, you know, <laughs> I think, yeah. to I'm be not clear, gonna... you're not taking, you are not taking my daughter out. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Come on. I'll take her to Coaching Horses, too. It's in Mayfair. It's a nice area. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We all know what goes down at Coaching Horses. I mean, Ovi knows. You know, now he does. You know, is when he took a 30-minute a, a break from his wedding stuff, Um, you know. Uh, to just come and have a couple of pints with me, figure it out that you know the the tradition is a shot of Jameson to sh- to chase the pint all t- all the time. Um, but you know, okay, when she's eighteen, fine, Mando, eighteen is fine. You and da- you and Danny are going nowhere near my door. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on, don't talk like that. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. I'll have kids how's, by then. How's the audio now? Ah, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> We're back. Mando, good morning. GM, GM. <laughs> ah, there you go. He's got his radio voice going on, Mando. You're going nowhere near my daughter. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we're live. You know what to do. Uh, let me tweet the titles again uh, like I usually do in the, in the boarding. So there you go. It's been at the top. You guys can see it in a couple seconds if you're listening live. Macro, as usual, hold the show today. Macro and NFT market recap. NFT, NFT market uh, morning report. I kind of switch things around. You know, I know we used to write macro and NFT daily summary, but macro doesn't incorporate crypto. So macro and crypto market recap and then NFT morning report. You know, I figured it matches more, especially with the DGEN stuff you guys got going on. And then special guest today. Special guest. I already see you, Jiho. I'm going to bring him up. But special guest today is Jiho, uh, co-founder of Axie Infinity. You all know what Axie is at this stage. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. But also, like, super excited to talk more about, you know, building Gaming One Three, the state of GameFind, whatnot. I mean, we did have, uh, you know, Kieran Warwick last week on. We had Bryce at the week before. And it's fun to have Jiho this week uh, because, obviously, gaming uh, is huge for NFTs. And it's a, it's a topic that people really want to hear more about. So I figure we bring some of the uh, biggest founders in the space when it comes um, to, the, to, this, um, to this topic. And, of course, talking about all things, you know, uh, Web3 gaming and all that. But anyways... Anyways, 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 without further ado, let's get right into it. Uh, 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 it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Hey guys, so yesterday the US markets were actually closed. I didn't realize that it was MLK Day. Um, but this morning we, we've reopened and it looks like futures are up a little bit. I think we're up like 0.3% on the S&P 500 on NASDAQ. Um, interest rates haven't really moved. They're, they're maybe like a touch lower. And um, that's kind of it, really. Traditional markets seem like, seem like they're having a quiet start to the week. Crypto was strong again yesterday. Like I think yesterday we, we tested 1,600 on ETH once, maybe even twice. Um, Bitcoin was like at 2150, 216 ApeCoin was at like 5.3 and then that pump got sold yesterday. And then I think we had another wick today, like another quite sh- a sharp wick higher. So I don't know, like w- w- every day it seems like we have like two or three moments in the day where you have these huge candles and yeah. then it gets sold. But um, those to me are signs of like the market trying to break out, at least in crypto. So um, we'll see. Like we've, It feels like we've tested that resistance point now like three or four times at 1,600. Um, and the next time that we do break through it, I think we're like, we'll be going a decent amount higher. So um, let's wait and see. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Not a lot more to add apart from that. What do you think, man? Mando's laughing. Why are you? Why are you smiling? I know why you're smiling. Just because Farouk let it called out. me let up. Let it out. Go on. Go right on. before the show, and was like, I want to go all in. 
And I was like, oh, that's so bearish. <laughs> it's actually bullish Shit, because sell, I, I sell, actually, I, I, I've been calling it pretty well. I'm, I'm on a strike. I'm on a roll in 2023. What? Just because I bought, I bought one top. One fucking top. And you guys labeling me like that the entire time. See my t-shirt what it says? It says Web 4. Okay, my t-shirt literally says Web 4. Okay, so, you know, I'm in Web 4. You guys Web 3 right now. You know, GM Web 4 here uh, on the morning. <laughs> my computer was restarted. It opened back up at 1028. <laughs> Two minutes pre-show. That's why I wasn't sure about video at first. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's an exciting, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with Ovi, right? Like, I'm just an observer. I'm just another participant. I'm not an expert. I listen to you guys, though, 200 mornings in a row. So I like to say think that I've leveled up from someone who just like was just there listening to like someone who actually kind of understands now. So, um, dude, I don't know. From an outside looking in, it's exciting. I mean, that wick at 1609 and yesterday and like a few days ago, like it's just like three times. What do you think, Ovi? Like, what do you think from here? Like, I was listening to P.O. Nick this morning. Obviously, they were super bullish. Uh, I'm listening to Kaleo. We'll talk about NFTs because he has a whole thread come out after our show about how bullish he is on NFTs and whatnot. But like, they're pretty, but like a lot of the sentiment is bullish. And you're telling me, Ovi, there's no numbers until like February or nothing to worry about Fed wise. So like, yeah, it seems like it's clear as day for me for the next two weeks. Like, I just, I don't know from as a participant, it's just what I see. Yeah, I think, um, I think we can keep going higher. I think you're right. I think there's no, there's no like big macro data point until February, the first week of February, we get payrolls and then you get the Fed later in February as well. So until then there is nothing. I think we should keep going higher. It really does. Maybe, I don't know about traditional markets. I think they could be flat, but it does feel like crypto just has this, it has this price action that makes it seem like it wants to just break out. And remember, we're still, um, we're still below where we were post FTX. I think we were, we pumped to like 1700, 1800 right before that, right? There was a 1900 pump because that's that one top that I bought that you guys keep laughing uh, about. Maybe it was like 1700. Do you yeah, remember so. that big? Big, I remember that. Yeah, that one. I remember when we, yeah, the, the, that time when we told you to buy it like 800, then you waited until 1900 to buy. Yeah, I remember that one. You're such a dick. <laughs> You're honestly such a dick. Can't you, yo, can you know what? Hey, the keeper, keeper, <laughs> get, get your man. Get, get, get your, I'm literally entering the pin on my ledger right now. Uh, and I, and I'm not waiting until the end of this show because we know what happens after the show. It's all, we always get these big candles once the show is fucking done because the ether gods listen to the morning show on Rogue Radio. You already know they listen. Yeah, last Friday, I believe we're gonna get a got candle. Literally three hours later, got candle confirmed. They listen, you know. And when Ovi speaks, usually, you know, we get green candles on the 15 minutes. It happens every day since February last year. It's almost a year that we're doing this every day. Someone asked me actually yesterday was like, it was Jess, I think, for rewards. She was like counting back all the rug token that we have to send out to a bunch of hosts. And she's like, how many times have you guys hosted with Mando and OSF so far? I'm like, I don't even know. I got to do the math. <laughs> it's like 200, <laughs> 200 shows. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah. So, I mean, you were talking about ETH here. Here's a chart. Um, that's what we're talking about, uh, Ovi, on, on an hour. I mean, you're here, you're here, and you're here. And I just find it interesting that it hits it three times, you know? I don't know. Um I think you know. We're yeah, it looks. It just looks like it wants to break out. I don't know. Like I, ha I have no. I'm not a chartist. I don't have any science to put behind that. But um, I guess you just get used to seeing price action, and it just it keeps. It just keeps retesting it. it just keeps retesting it. So I don't know. I Mando, Mando was saying ten days. Yeah. Ten days. Uh, ten days of of green. He, you know, he's saying the last time it happened is what 2021. 
that run from you said it what you said it to me earlier right that run from 1800 to 20 something 26 what was it yeah the last day yeah we did uh 10 plus days in a row it went from 1800 to about 2600 yeah i think it's around here i think it's this one one two three four five six seven eight nine here i think it's around here you see nine days um yeah so it's not it's not very common, eh? Damn. Here too. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Maybe thirteen even. I don't know if I count it right, but see. Anyways, so I guess that's about it. Uh on the on the on the on the on the market side. Uh it seems like Bitcoin's at twenty one twenty one one. East fifteen sixty nine. Um you have what's Solana at right now? Stand twenty three Matic holding above a buck. And uh, what's ApeCoin at? Because today's a pretty big day, right? Today's the start of, of, of the mint for the sewer. So it's at $5. So there's your lovely ape. And we lost OSF. So <laughs> anyways, 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 there you go, market. Let's talk about our favorite thing. Let's talk about NFT. Who is the Can you dig it? Hey everyone. Yeah, it's been a bit of a weaker day, I would say again. Uh, most NFT projects seem to be down about five ten percent. Uh, and the majority of the volume seem to be in new volumes. Uh they have a kid called Beast, which I think is the most active collection. Then you have the checks by VV edition, which um is a floor of like 0.3. Wow. Wow. It's actually crazy. It's, so do you want to talk about that mint for all? Because I didn't know I, that much about it and you were all over it. So I so I didn't I only found out about this whole verified check thing like I think a day or two ago where I kept seeing it on the timeline, then I looked more into it and then I found it was Jack Butcher and I'm like fuck, because if I had known it was Jack Butcher this entire time, I would have definitely just gone in earlier. Uh basically Jack Butcher is like how do I explain who Jack Butcher is? I'm I'm just gonna help by just Googling it. He's a fellow punk, he's very active in the punk chat. Actually, I love the guy, he's super fun. But uh, basically, Jack Butcher created something, um, you know, uh, called Visualized Value. And it's like this, like, it was always like website slash, you know, page on Instagram whatnot that I used to follow for a while ago, uh, for a long time. But basically, Jack Butcher, we should have him as a special guest, if anything, because he's actually done a lot in his life. He was, a, he was um, he worked in like advertising for Fortune 100 companies. And he was like really, really big into that. And he actually really knows his shit. And so he got into NFT space early and he he did a bunch of stuff on foundation, a few one-of-ones. He, he's been testing out with NFTs quite a bit. I've seen him play around. Really cool guy. But a, a lot of people know Visualized Value and uh, and that's what he he founded, which is really, really cool. Uh, and now he's got this checks project. But the problem is I actually don't know enough to be able to like speak about it right now on the show. But we'll make sure that we got um, you know our knowledge squared away by then. Maybe we, I think we have, we're open Friday. Was it Friday or Thursday? I'm, I'm going to see if Jack wants to come on, but I think it would be pretty cool to um, to have him on because I'm actually really curious because there's a whole thing about checks where like if you collect like a bunch of them, then you get another one. Like it's, there's like a lot of game theory behind it. And, uh, and so there's not only this color checks, like there's like, there's like the her style, like checks with multiple colors. Anyways, there's a lot going on um with it and he's always been that guy like he's always done like art that like how does it, how do you explain it like it it always um like it's always like um almost like it's like um he's known for this one there you go 
remember, I don't know if you guys remember this one sold for 74 ETH in 2021, this one of one. But he's he was always known for like this co- social commentary in a way through art. And visualized value is literally like one of the sickest like things ever. Like you guys could should check it out. And so anyways, let's see, look, he minted on March 2022, sold for 74 ETH. But he minted a bunch of other things, uh, which are really cool. Um, you know, stuff like this. Like, I don't know. Like, he's just always done cool stuff. So definitely need to get Ch- Jack on. But he definitely knows what he's talking about. Yeah, let's get him on. Yeah. Definitely wish I had I, 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 I had gotten to this Jack thing, knowing that it was him. Because it's just, there's a lot of game theory to it. So no more. Not going to act like no more gonna wait and maybe just ask the guy himself <laughs> and try to get him on the show so we can come and, and, and vibe and jam together but yeah that is getting a lot of engagement right now and uh and a lot of volume. but away from that it, it, volumes have definitely fallen like uh i think on the 24 hour volumes on on dgens we're still we're still kind of 20 to 20 to 35 area most days and we before we were hitting close to 40 to 50 area million in volumes every single day um you've seen most of the Yuga assets kind of drop ahead of the uh, the announce. Well, the mint today, board apes hitting at seventy three, mutants at sixteen, um, the kennels down to just shy of nine. Weirdly, 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 miladies just keep going. Um, <laughs> right now, just just shy of two ETH now on miladies. Wow. Um, Anything other than miladies most... is soulless. That's why. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, and you saw some massive volumes in in the memes by six five two nine yesterday. Massive. Some big sweeps across a bunch of yeah. different. Um, and like people are really getting into them now. Like I've seen a lot of people comparing that to kind of the the fake rares, but like all the rare Pepe movement, um, fake rares, and and also some of the originals. Um, I'm not too sure. Like, I think it's I think it's a really cool series, but some of those assets are now starting to price incredibly highly. Like, you were you were saying, how much is your Nakamoto card worth now? I was looking at the floor. Actually, I was looking at them yesterday because I was looking at the at the Freedom to Transact card. I was going to put a tweet out about that. Uh, so, the Freedom yeah. to Transact card uh, from from six five two nine is um, hold on, it's at what twenty seven ETH. At least that was the floor yesterday morning. Uh, shout out to KGNYC Keith Grossman who's holding that floor. Uh, pretty high. You love to see it. Uh, <laughs> I texted Keith. I'm like, bro, I'm about to undercut you. He was like, yeah, fuck you. No, I was kidding. But um, uh, yeah, see, I was right. But no, someone did undercut it. But I think the la- yesterday there was a 16th sale uh, on the freedom to transact. But then looking at that, right, it made me want to go look at this, uh, which is the, see, I already even have the, had the tabs open, which is the, the Nakamoto card, like the OG series one, card one by Mike, the rare Pepe card that we call Nakamoto. And if you look here at the floor, which is oh sorry I'm sharing the wrong link, uh, but if you look here at the floor oh wait I thought I opened open C oh I did I am the right link okay cool so that's the floor one right let me check to make sure I'm right um, so the floor Nakamoto card is 119 then it jumps to 179 uh, even if you look on XCPs on on big no so the floor would go to 12 Bitcoin after that right unless it last sale so. No, that is it. No, available assets. So 119, then the floor is jumps directly to $256,000, which is 212 Bitcoin. Um, and then it jumps to 13 Bitcoin and 199. And I was telling Mando earlier, like in December, I guess it was obviously like tax loss harvesting season, right? Like, like some people literally were selling these. And honestly, I'm shocked. It has to be a tax loss harvest. As low as 75 ETH114, which was $85,000 because ETH was significantly, significantly lower. Um, back in December, and then 
um, a couple sold in like the 80s, which was very like, on it, to me, it was shocking. But again, like they're just going to diamond hands. Like people who like, everyone who's buying those up right now, like have like a very long-term uh, thesis. I mean, you guys, myself, Danny, I thought GVG and a bunch of other people, uh, obviously 6529 is fun, have, have a couple. I don't know how many they have, but they for sure have one. I'm pretty sure they have multiple. Uh, but it's um, to me, it's just like it's just crazy. So I was looking at the price of this, going back to 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 you know six five to nine and the memes. It's it's pretty crazy. Not gonna lie, that it's 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 such a strong level here for the freedom to transact card, which is you know technically speaking like a derivative of the Nakamoto card, like paying respects to it. And I find that really cool. Like it only like adds more value to the to the to the grandfather of all you know NFTs, in my opinion, right? So it just feels like that's what this is trying to replicate. I think the Freedom Tran- to Transact card is trading at like 25 ETH, right? So Yeah, so it traded by, like last sale is at 16 or 17 ETH, which was yesterday. So that's, you could say that's like what it's transacting at, which is a lot. Okay. Like it was, I okay. paid one ETH for mine and it was like not that long ago. Like I looked back and I was like, when I was telling Keith, because we both got him around the same time. And I was like, damn, like when did this happen that this just started popping off and it's really crazy that the volume that these memes are getting like look at the sales it's non-stop right mm. i don't know do you guys have any of those uh, we do we do actually really? um we have some of the original ones we don't have the um freedom to transact card but we have a few of them oh yeah we um do. but more out of supporting or I mean, Ovi, you literally made one. Five two nine, rather than, <laughs> than anything else. I mean, Ovi <laughs> literally made a card in this collection. Like, there's literally a exactly. red card. I've got five of the ones that I made. I didn't even realize, but um, it won- it's one. It's one now. Yeah, when when the artist makes them, you get to like keep some back because of, because of the way the royalties work. Yeah, and it's- I was just looking through one of my wallets, and I was like, oh wow, I own five of these cards. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. I, I don't know what to do. It's probably bad form if I sell them, isn't it? Uh, just hold them forever. <laughs> Whatever you could, just, you could raffle them. Should I just dump them into all the West bits? Yes. <laughs> raffle them, raffle them to oh, raffle them to RLD holders. <laughs> you know, I got mine Broke because I'm a holder of yours. In anywhere you can. I mean, I got one because I was. I think it was RLD holders that allowed listed for this. What was it? Like you had a special yeah. thing for us, and so. Yeah. But when you look at this, like it's. Ovi's card is, I was looking at it yesterday actually, because I was looking through the cards. It's one ETH floor, 560 of them. Grat Yun is crushing it, but there's a thousand something of them, like 14. I, want, I was looking into it yesterday. It, it's up. It was 1.1 1. 1 ETH yesterday. I was talking about it. I was waiting to catch it under 1 ETH, personally speaking, because I really like it. Like, memes of production, that being a factory, I think it's really cool in his style. But there's 1,400 items. That puts the market cap of this card at, I'll tell you in a second, at 1,900 ETH. It's pretty wow. crazy. Like 1900 ETH wow. like current ETH price. You know, that's that's $3 million market cap on that card, which is really nuts. Uh, but if you love to collect for the art, like that's, a, I think that's a really, like there's a, some cool art in there, right? But definitely following the whole Pepe like vibe style. Like look at these. I'm I'm shocked. I'm not shocked in a bad way. It's just shocked like how much these, like Dali's Revenge, the ACK card was selling for like 0.5 ETH. Or something. Like the memes really took a while. To, not a while. If you look at, if you zoom out, it's like, it's only been a few months, but like, I feel like at first people didn't get it. And then it started really getting like traction. Like people started buying them, buying them, tweeting about it. And then, you know, obviously he got like heavy hitters. And then boom, ever since the X copy card, everything changed. I almost bought this yeah. one last night because I know it puts the market cap high at 549 times 420 items. But if you look at the last sales, 
everyone is picking him up in the four five five four look six ETH five five four nine four seven. Like they're selling, they're actively like there's a lot of buyers, um, and it's a sick like. You look at this, you know it's X. You know what I mean? It's like you can tell it's X like copy. So it's, huh? it's beautiful, right? Yeah, it's a really good piece. It's as I find it interesting. Something that I find really interesting that I think collectors or most collectors don't think about is the wallet address from which these pieces are minted. Not just Six Fifty Nine, but any drop, whether it's like any kind of like art pass that gives you a, an artist drop that's not actually minted from the artist's wallet. Like, I find it interesting how no one seems to think about that. For me, like, the reason why I haven't gone I know big you care about that. Yeah. It's like, cool, I can buy this X copy, but it's not minted from X copy's wallet where all these other pieces are minted. It's minted from a different piece. Oh, so, so these are all minted via 6529 collections? Is that what it right. is? If you, if you had a situation, I'm not saying we'll ever have this, but if you have a situation where, let's say, like, everything goes down, IPFS goes down, and trying to figure out, like, which piece is actually created and, and authenticated by the original artist, you have to look at like the wallet address they're minted from. And if you look at X copy's main wallet address and you'll see all these different pieces minted, it'll be his one of ones, it'll be his editions, mm-hmm. but you won't see like this meme card or you won't see another drop that he's done from another collector pass. And I think most people seem to not really either not really understand that that much or not really like think it's of that much value. But if you speak to some of these like OG collectors, like they won't touch this stuff because it, the provenance isn't there. Like the the true pure provenance isn't there. And um, I think that's something that may come into uh, come to play maybe like later in life. I don't know, but um, it's something worth noting. I think that people don't really seem to think about or factor in at all in their decision-making. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I agree. Ever since you told me that, like it was a while back, I, I pay, I've always paid quite attention and I, I personally, I'm not too much of an ERC 1155 fan, like the ERC 720s and, I like to make sure like it's minted on the artist's smart contract and whatnot. But it seems like like this, you're betting on the fact like six five two nine also. It's because like when you're for those who are like buying these like kind of like betting on it, it's like they're betting on the fact that six five two nine will remain like super big and at the same time these artists too, right? Because then if the whole six five two nine thing becomes like dies down, like these these art pieces are minted on their their stuff, right? Is that what it is? So you're kind of like yeah. betting on both. But hey, like. Obviously, six five two nine fans here. Speaking of six five two nine, the gradients have been getting a lot of sales. I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't know exactly what it means and what you get from it. If there's a six five two nine or in the audience that really really knows the ecosystem, you're welcome to come quickly talk about it for a few minutes. But um, thirty three with bids are the best offers on these. And if you look at the volume, they I mean, look at that. Like the volume they've been getting. Yesterday, one sold for fifty ETH. Like wow, yeah. I mean, look at it. Well, Four days these, ago, I think these guarantee these guarantee you every um, mint, right? I think so. Yeah, but That's at fifty ETH, yeah, fifty ETH, you need you know a few more to make it well, worth some it. Mints, some of the mints are one ETH plus. I'm just looking at looking at some of the stuff that I own. Um, like I know I got I own a one of one from this artist called Cyborg. I'm getting the uh, Ovec one today because I have a one of one from Ovec. I'm pretty excited. Ovec was telling me I'm getting airdrop as a one of one holder. I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, it's, the other thing is like people are buying full sets, yeah. right? So I got the are, drift one because I'm a uh, where my vans go holder. So that was cool, right? Yeah. Like it, what's fun is like I don't care about utility on 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 art I buy like wherever vans go, but it's fun that like just because I'm a, where my vans go holder, I got to get this piece, which is another drifter shoots piece collab with six five two nine. So I have this one. That's like my vault. 
Uh, there's only 700 something of them. So I got I got quite a few at early on. I think they're not the Alien Queen one was really really beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean obviously cool. love her art. Um, so that was cool. Um, there's a lot of good. I mean, I got this one, the ACK one. I love ACK. That's the best one. That's this is the best. This is by far one of the best memes. Like this is like. Sick. Because it was also in the middle of like the whole chat GPT AI boom like craze on Twitter. And he made that one, which is like a robot kind of like seizing the memes. And there's like the people's blood all over. It's very like morbid, but like it's really cool. Like the commentary of it on this piece of art. And, and I think I picked it up like I don't even remember like so long ago. And it was just slept on. Like the first three cards were gifted by 652 and himself. Which is super cool, which was like this one, the Uncle C's and like. I think the institute, no, not this. It was like, see, it was this one. So it was the this, the, the original one, right? The yeah. with his punk. It was this one, right? The season music production with like the arm up, like the this one, the hand up, the fist up, and then it was the I want you to see the music. I think it's these three. That was the original three. You look at these, like they're all at one eighth floor right now. Like, it's actually pretty crazy how it's been performing. So uh, again, like I like this. Makes me even more bullish on my Pepe bags. I've been thinking about Pepe's every day again the last week, guys. Like. Every time I see this, the memes by six five two nine, especially this guy, I think about the rare peppers. Like very comfy. I think that was my best move of twenty twenty two, personally speaking. Uh, but uh, what else, Beto? What else are we looking at here? Big mint today. You know, did you guys? So did you guys do everything you needed to do with regards to like the um, um, you you get like the delegate cash, the warm wallet, like all that stuff. Did you guys like what? How are you guys going on about uh, the Yuga mint today? It's pretty. It's pretty easy. We use delegate cash. It's really easy. You just put in like, just go to delegate.cash and you put in the wallet you want to mint from, and you have to just sign a message from the wallet that mm-hmm. you have your apes in. So, um, it's really easy to do. We did that earlier, so we're kind of ready, ready to mint that when it comes. Yeah. That's cool, by the way. Shout out to delegate cash. Whoever founded this, I don't know who it is, but uh, clearly, like, Fubar. pardon? Isn't it Fubar? Is it? Or, or he's at least involved in it because he tweets about it a lot, and it's on his on his um, wow mediums. So I think he's he, he's at least involved in it. Okay, I wow. And a CCO public. Do- Look at this at the bottom of the, of the website. It opens up. It says Creative Commons. It's like a I don't know. This is really cool. Like this is the type of thing that I love to see. Like people building like dope shit like that. So yeah, it's delegate uh, doc. <laughs> Look at the <laughs> Look at the bio <laughs> the banner. And the delegate.cash Twitter. I've been hacked. All my apes gone. This is just this just sold. Please help me. And it's oh, that's a homie too. Todd. I love Todd. He's a good guy. Uh, but oh, it is Fubar. So they created delegate cash, I guess, after, or maybe he's involved. Um oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, you have Saigo. I guess it's a bunch of like the devs that got together and did it. So shout out to them, whoever it is. Love to have you on the show, actually, because I think this is the type of things that are important in the space um, and that you love to see. So Delegate.cash, if you're an ape mutant, if you're getting involved in this mint, you heard it. These people, these guys, you have a lot of apes and they're using this tool uh, to make sure that they're all safe uh, for the mint coming up today. So I guess it's going to be the sewer pass. And apparently it's like some sort of temple run type of game. I don't know what it is, but I used to be really good at temple run. I don't know about you guys. You guys used to play temple run? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Tempos. yeah. I love Temple. Dude, Temple Run was the alpha as a kid. I would like hide in class and like behind my like backpack on the desk and like just try and play Temple Run. <laughs> I know some people are really good at that game. We should definitely hire them to play the game. Yo, that would be um 
that would be um that would be crazy. I mean, you guys will have ninety something passes, right? So I have three. I don't know what to do with three even. Like I only need one. So I'm just here, like trying to see, like what's up. Uh, so it'll it'll be fun. Be careful, y'all. You can't cheat. They said it in the Yuga Labs news uh, website. They said it. They're gonna be able to see if someone cheats. They're gonna catch you slacking. They're gonna they're gonna boot you out of the of the top whatever. Uh, but I'm excited for that. So that's gonna be cool. So January. 17th, which is today, uh, claim your sewer pass. One AP equals to one claim. Uh, and then it seems like the skill-based mint, uh, so the Dookie Dash game, uh, starts tomorrow uh, for a two-week period. Uh, so is that two weeks? Ten days? Anyways, until the 8th of February, uh, where you'll be able to to play. And they said, like, we already, we've already covered this, so I don't want to go over it again. The news is on their website. But um, you only need more than zero points in order to qualify for the reveal on the 8th. So just make sure, like, at least you use all your Dookie Dash, your sewer passes one time, I guess. Whatever it is, to, like, at least claim a point. Right, so that way you can get something, whatever it is, to reveal on the eighth of February, which um, doesn't give you access. Membership has access to the club, but we'll see what it is. And they said whatever you think it is, you're not gonna find out like months ago. Uh, it was in December, I think they, that, that we saw a tweet from Tomato. But um, exciting! You guys excited today? Is this like Christmas Day morning for y'all again? I feel like as big hate pullers, you guys get Christmas like six times a year. <laughs> I just don't know what to expect with this one. Like with Apecoin, it was it was a bit more clear. With other side, it was clear. With with this, I just I have no idea. Like, is it going to be a uh, I is love this like the brand side quest, or is it going to be this something important? Like well, where the super part is going to trade? Like, I have no idea. We know Apecoin is going to be used for. Speaking of Apecoin, we know for a fact that Apecoin is going to be used for power ups in the game, right? So it seems that like, or that's what uh, I've seen on the timeline, and so it seems like you're yeah. going to be able to like. Use power ups in game with ape coin. So I know you're quite the ape coin bull, Ovi. So you're gonna like hearing that one if the game is good. You know, like how many times did you like? I didn't personally do it because first of all, I, I wasn't allowed to buy like in game stuff. My mom didn't let me as a kid. But second of all, because <laughs> the typical Persian mom. But second of all, like I, I like how many times on Temple on whatever these games you wanted like an app store game you've wanted to like level up or use like money to like unlock this or that. Like, dude. With ApeCoin, like magical internet money that was airdropped to a bunch of apes like months ago, you know, they're going to be generous on using it. It's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. I think it'll be super exciting to see what these guys come up with. Um, I'm actually really hyped up uh, about uh, about this. I'm trying to see if there's more info about it on the on the Board APR Club uh, Twitter and stuff, but it seems like we'd have to wait uh, until later today to... Uh, to catch um, more information there. Yeah, it was Jan 11th, right? Last tweet that's been at the top. Just be careful, y'all, again. Just secure reminders. Again, we're seeing a lot of hacks, scams, whatnot. So, again, delegate.cash. And even when you use delegate cash, make sure you're using the right website um, and you know, and use a warm wallet, too, for minting. So it's good that they, uh, that they did it's that. Cr- it's crazy to me how many scams are being promoted on Twitter at the moment. Bro, like, the Cool Cats. It's, it's the Cool Cats IO. Cool Cat free mint. I'm just like, it's crazy they're using the cool happening? cats as like the, the the scams, right? Every time I open Twitter, Mando, I see a scam promoted thing on uh, on uh, on cool cats, and it honestly, sucks. So um, you hate to see that. It's really crazy. Um, wow, look at this meme cards. I actually did thirty three thousand ETH market cap. That's insane. Looking at Punk six nine zero five nine share this, but yeah, nothing on the nothing on the Abe side uh, of things right now. Um, Azuki keeps doing well. This bean sold for 20 ETH. <laughs> Shout out to the person who bought it for 4 ETH and has flipped it in a few days for, for 20 whole ETH. So that's, that's pretty impressive. 
And uh, and it seems like, yeah, it seems like there's not much else here happening. I mean, we'll have Jack Butcher on. I damn him already. And uh, book me in. Wow, look at that. Live. You, you got to see live what we do behind the scenes. So Jack Butcher is coming on Friday. Um, and... Uh, and uh, we've had Jack Butcher on. Uh, uh, we're having Jack Butcher come on on Friday uh, morning on the show uh, to talk about uh, the verified and the checks and everything that he's uh, he's doing. So awesome! Let's fucking go. That'll be fun. So we'll 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 cover that uh, more at length and uh, on the, on that day. Besides that, um, I have no idea what's happening in the Milady ecosystem. Uh, so I don't know. But <laughs> this open Pepe thing seems to be pretty good, uh, doing pretty well here. But I don't know. Uh, and then that's about it. Mutant Hounds, we trade. It's a bunch of free mints. Uh, a yeah. bunch of new mints which are basically taking over the focus. Yeah, My um, meeps are doing good, man. You've seen the meeps? Like, you know, Sergito got the okay by 6529 to do a card. That's from, for the seize the meeps of production. You love to see it. You know, like meeps are getting some love. Um <laughs> You know, we'll see what Doodles comes up with in Feb. Like, guys, I'm like, and we're going to go to Geo soon, but I'm like, I don't know. I was talking about earlier on the call, like, if we get strong ease, like, going to the end of the year, like, end of Jan, like, we get two weeks stronger, strong weeks of, 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 of ETH, we get a solid blur airdrop, whatever that looks like. I was hearing Spencer talk this morning, you know, chatted with Spencer last night. I just, like, if that airdrop, like, looks where he was explaining, like, he was, like, 100 million market cap, you surely Blur goes over that. I think they raised around $150 million market cap, by the way. So, like, valuation. Imagine it goes above that. Imagine it's a proper airdrop that actually brings liquidity into the space. Um, like, we can have an interesting fab for NFTs, too. Like, if, you know, if NFTs hold us strong here with ETH, like, ETH strong in the 16, 15, 1600 range, you know, Blur airdrop, if the ape stuff actually turns out to be really good, like some of us expect it to be in the reveal, like let's say those NFTs actually like are tradable assets. Like, let's be honest, they need to have value, like a high value for the liquidity to come to the space. Like, let's say they end up being like valuable and stuff. I don't know. Like, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited uh, about about how the 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 rest of the. Um, the rest of the of the of the next few weeks look uh, for the for the NFT space in general, which which leads me to to talk to you guys about this thread that was written by uh, Kaleo. Uh, and now, obviously, I cannot find it, uh, so I will find it right now for y'all. But Kaleo seems to think Kaleo. I, I think Kaleo is going to be our, our the hero of this year's bull. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna put us on his back. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna run us through CT and have all the CT MFers buy the the our, our NFTs. But he's saying he wrote a twelve part thread after the show yesterday, one eighteen, saying whether you realize it or not, the next mini NFT bull market is here. I mean, I, I like to think it was here, like end of December, beginning of Jan. You know, it was pretty pretty solid. But all of the necessary catalysts are in place, and the fuse to ignite the rally has already been lit. Here's why. Wow, 300,000 views on the on the tweet. Not bad, Kaleo. I appreciate you. Uh, so he has this whole narrative about it, which actually makes a lot of sense because he likes to compare it a lot to like USD prices, which was his thesis on the Penguins at a moment. He was like, the all-time high for Pudgies is what like 10 ETH would be right now. So he's that's his thesis, right? And he's thinking about um, all-time highs in, in USD. And he's saying, in fact, ETH sales in USD have steadily been climbing for the past four months. October 460 mil, November 544 mil, December 678 mil, January to date is at 4917, so extrapolated could be at 800 mil. Mando, that's very similar to the speech you've been having on the show. 
um, when you talk about the NFT market in the morning. So that's kind of similar to what you've been saying about you know volumes across different marketplaces. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, look, I think uh, I think ETH ETH's best bull case now is NFTs. Um, I've been saying this every single day. Yeah, every day. Um, this uptick in uptick in in NFT volumes has been massive, right? Um, I think in August or in September, even we were doing three hundred to four hundred million. So it's we've kind of doubled, maybe even three x, kind of from that sort of low point. Um, and that yeah, that's been a that's been a massive massive move. So uh, I think this this now all of CT is going to start paying attention because if I'm honest, I actually think that this will attract a lot of traders. Like you're seeing this yeah. already with a bunch of different uh, broader CT traders now starting to accept NFT trading as, as like something to get involved in. I yeah. think it's going to replace a lot of the shitcoin trading, altcoin trading that mm. that was massive in the last two cycles. Um, Kaleo coming over is, is kind of, it's just kind of a canary in the coal mine, right? I think you're going to have a ton of different people now starting to pay attention. Um, Cause I think this is going to drive, the actual underlying use case for a lot of coins, um, including ETH, and so it's going to have to attract pe- people into it. Um, so yeah, I'm. I think it's here. I think NFTs are, are are gonna define the bull market for crypto. Maybe not forever, but because I think DeFi will come yeah. back. But I think DeFi is going to be licking its wounds for the next uh, six, twelve months still. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm. I mean, I agree with that. I think it also like for the like. Let's be honest. Like, what for these markets to take off, it also takes more active participants, like traders, like you just said. And Kaylee was literally bringing that crowd. That's why I always joke around. Like, Kaylee was gonna bring like the bull back the NFTs. Like, he's hosting spaces yesterday, like seven hundred live people talking about how he's charting and this and that. And like a lot of people were laughing at first when he was doing the dick bus charting. But like, hey, like it worked out pretty well for him. The pudgy shit worked out pretty well for him. He sent Rug Radio haywire. Like just a week and a half ago. By the way, Obi, you missed that, but that was insane. But you know, you were busy, you know, doing you know weird things, mingling around with the keeper, um, female version of the keeper that is. Um, and so you know that was insane. I mean, he just charted. Rugby is like, yo, that's one of the strongest charts I've seen. It's all NFTs, and then the thing just fucking went flying. He's not wrong. Uh, you know, uh, he's not wrong. Uh, but anyways, uh, so that was, that was uh, that was um. That was pretty cool. But yeah, definitely uh, exciting. I don't know. Like, it, it's fun to wake up and, and actually want to have a look at prices. And it's fun to wake up and actually uh, want to have a look at, like, you know, um, want to have a look at, like, uh, you know, what's going on in the market and, and, and everything else. So it's uh, it's just been a, it's just been a, a blast, honestly. But anyways, 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 it's fun that we finally have things to talk about, by the way, market-wise. Like, our market reports are a little longer now, I noticed, over the last two weeks because we can actually have things to cover. Like, we actually can be like, oh, this is doing well. That's doing well. That's retracing. This like I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> yeah, because people are making money on new mints as well. Like the fact yeah. that all yeah. the new mints seem to be trading up. Fucking feet um, picks made people money. Like <laughs> you know. So I mean, Jack Butcher's you know checks. That's a solid. And do you have like actual solid people and projects coming in and making people money? And so I'm excited to talk about this on Friday with him, but it's like legitimate people that are starting project again, that are going out there with years of experience, with, you know, years of building brands 
in other uh, areas, in other spaces, places. So yeah, it's just um, it's just been doing. Uh, it's just been really. If you guys saw uh, just quickly on the timeline, I did see Danny's trying to train another punk for more uh, <laughs> for more uh, Wolf Game stuff. So there's still uh, there's still it's still moving uh, over there on, on that front. And anyways, there's just so much um, moving at the moment. So you'll have to see it. I mean, Dick Butts are still at 2.3 ETH, guys. You know, uh, until they're at 6.9 ETH, the prophecy has not been fulfilled, and uh, and uh, we're not where we need to be. So. You know, there's still quite some legs up uh, to go. Uh, NFA, DY, you're all, and all that good shit. <laughs> I'm just playing, of course, but it's it's exciting to see uh to see this kind of this kind of stuff in price action. But anyways, 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 ladies and gentlemen, you all know what the hell to do. We have a special guest on stage right now, Jiho, co-founder of Axie Infinity, who we're about to 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 go to and and chat all things game gaming, being a founder in space, Web three, and all that. But 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 before that. Bottom right is where you can interact with us. Ask us your questions. If you have questions for Geo, uh, feel free to tag me, tag any of us, uh, and you can interact with us bottom right of this tweet. But also, bottom right, go ahead, drop a like, drop a retweet. It costs absolutely nothing, and let's get the people in uh, for this great interview that will then be uh, repurposed and posted across all platforms, which is also in the link in my bio. Uh, you can find our Spotify and uh, Apple Podcast account for the GM Web3 show. By the way, guys, I don't know if you saw, but I think we're like, Jazz, how many episodes are we at uploaded on there? Every time I update, like every couple of months, I go and check. And the number is like, <laughs> hold on, I'm t- 159 episodes. There's 159. Yep, 159. And that's just what we have recorded on here. You know, we go yeah. back even further than that when we started yeah. February. So we probably got to be at 200. about 200. Yeah, there's about so 50. There's like the first 40 or 50 that were it. Uh, we didn't used to record them. Uh, but it's okay. That's back in his mind. They used to host, so you're fine. Uh, and then <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> oh man, the good old days. The good old. No, but it's fun that everything's there. Like uh, on the same, like the return of OSF is a title. Oh wow, nice one. The return of OSF is a title of of uh, of uh, of yesterday's show uh, that went on. You absolutely love to see it, but there's been a there's been a lot of great ones. So uh, you can. can- yeah, I went back and listened to some early ones, and they're kind of comedy. Like, you guys should go check them out. Like, the way we hosted early, like, you could see the growth of the yeah, show. Yeah, and cool. we do have a five out of five-star rating. Uh, and I'm pretty sure now, if you go on we rug.fm, and we changed it this morning, right on time for the show, I think, boom, I knew it! rug.fm forward slash rewards. Now, we don't have a janky-ass link that, you know, I'm, I'm worried about links and stuff. That's where you can go get rewarded. So I'm pretty sure you can get rewarded for even like uh, giving us a couple uh, good reviews. I mean, you can give bad reviews if you don't like the show, by the way, you're totally allowed. But I assume that if you're listening still in here right now, 40 minutes later, you like the show. So, you know, there's a bunch of different bounties and things that you can do in order to earn uh, our, our native token. Uh, so you can see here that people have been grinding it and doing it. And you absolutely uh, love to see it. Actually, from tomorrow on, I've, uh, we, we, we're going to have a window uh, for you to claim Rock Token to listen to the show. So make sure you tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. And just wait. Just wait till you see what the fuck we got going on for the month. I think Feb or March. When is it launching, Mando? Do we have a launch date? Mid-Feb? Mid-Feb. Mid-Feb. Okay, cool. So if you think this dope-ass PFP y'all getting in the beginning of Feb is, is all of it, you're in for you're in for a ride for the for the for for the for the rest of the year. It's been a lot of fun. But anyways, anyways, anyways. Without further ado, let's get into it with our special guest of the day, Gio. Hell yeah! What's up? What's up? Good morning, GM Gio. How you doing? 
Hey, how's it going, guys? Can yes, you hear me? sir. Loud and clear. Awesome. How are you awesome. doing today? Yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. Can't complain. Are you excited about this market, Jiho? Excited as we are? <laughs> I try to ignore the market. Uh, I, I see this as, you know, very similar to 2019, where, I, you know, there'll be rallies. There'll also be retracements over the year. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I think there'll be a lot of time for people to try experimenting with new things that we haven't seen before. And yeah, so that's what I'm, that's really what I'm excited for. Like, you know, we've seen this type of, uh, we've seen this type of market environment in the past and these are, these tend to be the things, the times where the most exciting things are actually invented. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, well, which is, you know, we have quite a lot of questions for you with, with regards to your passing crypto, NFTs, how Axie started and all that, and we're going to get into it. But first, but first, there is a question, Jiho, that we ask every single guest, big or small. I mean, all our guests, you're all big. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, Jiho is, who is Jiho? Well, I'm a gamer and a collector at heart, right? So I was an only child. And so I grew up playing StarCraft Diablo, those you know, the, those are the things that onboarded me to the internet. Actually, I learned how to pl uh, type. I actually was so bad at typing, but then I had to learn to play Diablo and like the trading uh, and like the trading uh, games and channels and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm someone who you know I learned a lot of my core life skills through gaming, through collecting. My dad is an insect collector, so I grew up going on these crazy expeditions with him so I, wait, wait what is an insect collector i absolutely need to know more about your dad right now yeah so my dad collects butterflies moths beetles he's i think he's like you know pretty high up in the north american butterfly association uh so yeah that's you know that's kind of how i learned uh, about rarity about scarcity because a lot of the same things that define nfts they also apply to you know a bunch of other types of collections and uh yeah so like with butterflies right it's like the more beautiful the more rare the more scarce uh you know the, the more historical significance uh, an insect has right the more coveted it is and there are also secondary markets for these for these things wow was there some inspiration from 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 your dad's insect collecting here in axie infinity or what so well when i when i found out about NFTs, I thought that, hey, like, this is something that I could probably excel in because I have this background of understanding both gaming and collecting. This is something that was kind of made for me. So uh, and we also know that, right, like the, the founder, uh, the creator of Pokemon was also an insect collector when he was a kid. And actually, no way. his dream was to bring that joy of being in nature, collecting stuff, he wanted to bring that to like a modern urban environment. So I, yeah, I, I think you can say that there are definitely some similar similarities. Interesting. That's super cool. Love the background. Love asking that question. Also always throws our guests off. So I absolutely love that. It's like some introspection before we get into the interview. But Gio, so let me ask you, you know, obviously like first comes to first, like when, when did you even before we get into asking stuff, but when did you get into crypto? You know, when did you find out about NFTs? Like, what? Talk to me about your background a little bit. You know, um, yeah, sure, with uh, regards to like, what were you doing before the space, or is this something like, you know, how did you get into all this? Well, so I got into crypto really 
into it. Like I'd been following it for a while, but I got into it on December 7th, 2017. And yeah, I got into it because of CryptoKitties, right? Like I, a lot of my friends were interested in Ethereum. So I was following a little bit, but then I saw an article on Wired about a CryptoKitty that I'd sold for a couple hundred thousand dollars and, you know, just started doing some research and yeah, and, and started my journey. So I really, I, yeah, I, d- I did enter the space because of NFTs. Why? Well, I actually, since 2012, I actually believed that crypto would change the world and be the future of finance. It, it was because uh, they, because of the European debt crisis, right? They uh, took money out of the bank accounts in Cyprus to help pay the debt. So I was like, okay, there's definitely use in the future, as governments get into a lot of debt, as inflation pops off, there's going to be demand for a, for money that exists out of a bank account and that isn't controlled mm-hmm. by governments. I believed in that in 2012, but I actually also believed that it was really boring. Like I wasn't, I, I, I used to understand how to like trade equities and invest and stuff like that. So if crypto is just another way of making money, to me, it wasn't that interesting because I actually, t- to be honest, already knew how to do that. But when I've learned about NFTs, it was like, okay, this combines gaming. This combines collecting. This is something that I was actually born to do and was stimulating the right part of my brain, right? So, so yeah, NFTs are actually what onboarded me onto crypto. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, there must be more people. Right? Every, almost everyone, like half the world is a gamer. Uh, so many, there are so many people out there who love collecting things. This is likely the way that the majority of the world will actually get onboarded into this technology. Wow. So that's super cool. So you got into that, uh, you've always believed in it and you got into it via, um, via, uh, crypto kitties, December, 2017. So that's really cool. So you've been around, uh, for a minute. And so let's talk about, let's talk about Axie, right? Like how, you know, like how, when did that come about? And then, you know, how did you get to think about, you know, Axie Infinity? Like, you know, cause obviously like looking back now, a lot of times you go, well, duh, like, okay, gaming, blockchain, all that. You could like, okay, this is the future. But like in 2017, I'm sure that not many people were thinking of it that way. And I'm sure a lot of people were thinking that you're crazy. So <laughs> kind of want to hear back about how Axie was born and, you know, how, you know, how it all started there. Yeah, for sure. So back in the CryptoKitties era, you know, there was, there was a group of people who were thinking that, okay, like, it's cool that we can breed these things and look at them, but we actually want to use them. And... Mm that they're actually like the, there were a lot of complaints around the breeding right like just endlessly mm-hmm. expanding the supply so there were a group of people in the crypto kitty community who thought hey like a game would make a lot of sense the right to breed or the right to expand the supply needs to be tied to some sort of effort or work within the ecosystem you shouldn't just be able to like endlessly spam uh breeding so there, there were a lot of people who were like hey like you know maybe we need to build like a kitty battling game where the kitties could actually die or that's actually how you earn the right to breed. And so it, there, there were people who were thinking about gaming at that time. And, but yeah, you know, just kind of like now, right, there were new projects popping up. And so I actually found Axie as a community member um, in March of 2018. And when I saw it, like I loved the art. I thought that it was cute. I thought that it was appealing. I thought that it had global 
appeal and it was something that I wanted to start contributing to. So I just, you know, I hopped into the Discord uh, and, you know, started uh, engaging with people, learning more about the project. I helped, you know, edit the first version of the white paper and just started doing work, right? It's like, it's, I guess, like more of a common thing, right? It's something that we kind of see nowadays, but this was back in 2018. Um, so yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And so if I understand well the way y'all are set up, so Sky Mavis is actually the 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 the, the, the gaming company and then Axie Infinity is like the be- the first game to come out of that. Is that how you guys are set up? Yeah, yeah. So you know Sky Mavis we we're like the inventors of Axie. Oh. Uh, we want it, we wanna make more, you know, uh, gaming universes as well, right? So if it's like yeah is our mario then what will be our zelda our donkey kong etc and we've also Fire. infrastructure you know the ronin network to basically you know house these games and power these games as well i love that uh and so okay that's really really awesome and so talk to me so how many people were you guys when you started actually because you say you're co-founder uh how many people do you guys consist of and like how big is your team now yeah, so we, have, huge. <laughs> we have around 200 employees right now but yeah back nice. in the day it was like five or six people we were in a studio apartment uh in vietnam right <laughs> so when i found Axie as a community member is like you know i joined the team as a community manager uh and i think a month later i like you know basically went all in uh from a lifestyle point of view so like i broke up with my girlfriend at the time i gave my dog to my parents and i moved to vietnam like everyone i knew what Everyone that I knew thought I was crazy, except for one friend who was like an OG RuneScape player who like made a bunch on the party hats. He was like, dude, like, yeah, what you're doing, like, totally makes sense. Like, fuck everybody. Of course he got it. Of course the RuneScape people got this. Like a lot of people like come from RuneScape in this space, like straight up. Like, I'm so not surprised because this whole market aspect of it and whatnot. Dude, that's so cool. And so you moved to Vietnam in 17, right? You said, was it 17? 17, right? Uh, 2018, 2018. 2018, like, sorry. 2018. Yeah. And, but the market was absolute shit then, right? So you were just like, you had this like super dedication to like making this work out. Yeah, I mean, it was intense times, man. That's why we don't really get phased by anything that's happening right now. Like, you know, we, uh, you know, I joined, I joined basically at the top, right? Like ETH was 1400 in January of 2018. Mm-hmm. By December, uh, of, of 2018 it had dropped to like 80 or 90 dollars right so we were down to like our we had like thirty thousand dollars and our you know we raised 600 eth in our origins uh mint i actually think it's the first nft uh mint basically that had a reveal at the time we didn't think about it as a reveal we're just like okay we don't have the ability to show off the axes yet but we want to move fast <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna give you these tokens that you can't and you, that you couldn't see. I actually joined the project on the day of the reveal because I was like, okay, I, it's trustable. Like you can actually see them and they moved, right? Like that was actually the, uh, what initially attracted me. Was like, yo, these NFTs, like they're not just like cat pictures. Like they actually, mm-hmm. moved and I could see them function. Wow. Okay, we've really set the the foundations here. I think that that last bit was great. I I love that, and I like the motivation. So I like fucking. I, we're two years in, and we're hyped as fuck. You're like five years in, and you're like going in like this. This this is exciting. I'd love to see that, Mando. I'm hospital passing this to you for so if you have some questions for Gio here because this is this is really great. Yeah, I think I think the next phase of this because. I think where it really went mainstream was 2021, right? It was it was still a game which a lot of people in the NFT space, OGs were 
trading, playing. Um, and when I, I think when I came in, maybe late 2020, early 2021, all the OGs were involved in Axie. Um, they either um, owned like Mystics or Axies or they, or they had a bunch of a token. And then it just exploded in 2021 do you maybe want to go through like what actually happened what like in terms of user growth um and then obviously you were throwing all these sort of questions i think about the model i think about the the tokenomics like you obviously have a you have a a dual part token which is actually what rug radio has too very similar um yeah and i guess you had to solve stuff in real time so it was just interesting to see how how that was in terms of demands for the team and uh yeah what you're what's really going on kind of behind the uh, behind the curtain yeah so right like well when it comes to axie right like we built axie to be this nostalgic fun immersive introduction to the world of crypto uh, and to roll that out to gamers right so in for for like 2018 2019 for a lot of 2020 we were just focused on like building, building out this battle system, a very basic battle system. We actually rolled out like auto battles in 2018. Then in December of 2019, we rolled out a second uh, battle system, which was real time. It was more fun. It was faster paced. Um, and an, another experiment that we tried at the time was, okay, like we have uh, this idea that maybe, right, rather, we used to, we, in order to breed axes, you needed experience points. And those experience points were held on our server. And we're like, okay, that doesn't sound very decentralized. And players were saying, hey, I want to buy experience points so I can breed my axes, but you're not letting us do that. So that's not Web3. Like, and this would probably help balance the economy and, and create a lot of interesting opportunities. Uh, in the ecosystem. So we introduced this uh, token called the uh, small love potion or the smooth love potion. And we made that a requirement for breeding. And so we introduced that with that new battle system in December of 2019. And we're like, okay, let's see what happens, right? It was an experiment. Um, uh, And interestingly, right, like Uniswap was pretty new at the time. And some of our players created a liquidity pool uh, in, in Uniswap and people started trading. So yeah, there was like this really interesting model where people could actually, right, like play the game, get these tokens and, uh, you know, trade them with other people all across the world. And people started to find out about this model and it became like a big way that people found out about the game and got introduced to the universe. Of course, right, like can't just only be about the economy, right? There has to mm-hmm. be this immersive game. There has to be an amazing community. People have to love the art. I think like what another, one thing that happened uh, for sure was like, you know, with the mania of the bull market, people like took things, I think, a little bit to an extreme. There are a lot of amazing stories that came out of it, right? People surviving during the pandemic. Uh, but I think also like there was a, you know, maybe like inflated expectations and, and some bull market mania combined like to create uh, this really like... Uh, I don't know, uh, intense uh, situation where, you know, people were coming in. There were a lot of people who were coming in, mainly as speculators as well. Yeah, so how big did the game get at its peak? How many people were actually playing? Yeah, so so there are 2 million people who own Axies. Um, So around, you know, around the the peak, I think there were around, like, yeah, basically around 2 million uh, daily active users. Um, two million, yeah, in people. Uh, actually, still, who wait? Actually, two million DAUs. 
Yep, exactly. And you know, Axie is still the number one NFT project by all time volume, right? It's done four point two billion. I've seen it. Yeah. Check that on Crypto Slam. And so, yeah. What? That's actually so. Nuts. Obviously, then became the burden of of dealing with the tokenomics, dealing with what we're seeing explosive growth, and also dealing with questions about P two E gaming in general. Um, Obviously, all of crypto gaming went through a bit of a tra- transformation in the last 12 months, um, including Axie. Without dwelling too much, like where do you see, where do you lie now in terms of the future for Axie Infinity? I know you've obviously brought out land, there's new battling system, uh, like battling uh, mechanisms. And like, how do, you, how do you see Axie growing kind of from here? Yeah, so it, I think it really goes back to what are the benefits that we see web3 games providing to players right so part of that is right true asset ownership your ability to trustlessly transact with anyone anywhere in the world sell your game assets uh your in-game resources two right there's this ability to use your nfts as a base layer for potentially infinite experiences built on top of them, right? So right now, you can use your axes in Axie Infinity Origins, which is like our latest uh, uh, card battling game. You can use them in Axie Infinity Classic, which was the second version of the card battling game. You can use them in... well, you can use your land and Axie land NFTs in uh, Axie Infinity Homeland, which is our alpha for uh, our land-based game. We have another uh, land game called Axie Infinity Raylights, which was built by a Finnish game studio that we worked cl- uh, really closely with. That's more of like a gardening game. There's also a community-built game called Axie Doll, which is um, a, a lot like Survivor.io, if, you, if, that, if you guys know about that. It's like pretty big on app stores right now where you basically like dodge enemies and, uh, and move around uh, and, mm-hmm. and kill like hordes of monsters. So yeah, yeah the idea is like, yeah, we want to c- continue to build like experiences more. Basically, it comes down to utility, right? Like what can you do with this NFT? That was the, your part of the original vision is like we wanted to create NFTs that were fundamentally fun to use on a daily basis um, more to, to a lot, you know, to make it more than just looking at a picture and hanging out in discord, right? Like that, that's great to form an early community, but we wanted to provide like all these different experiences. So I think like the future is really just doubling down, fleshing out these games, making them more immersive, making them more fun. Then the economic aspect will work itself out, right? Because we know that gamers spend $180 billion a year on items that in 99.9% of cases, they don't actually have the ability to trustlessly trade with other people. And even if they do, like there are all these like stipulations, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a chance of getting like uh, scammed with PayPal, uh, your bank account can even get shut down for, for some of this stuff. So yeah, we, 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 we see that clearly as the path forward. Like there's also, right, like this ability to own a piece of the game, right? Our players, they see themselves as working together with us. They see themselves as part of something much larger than themselves. And that's really something that you never really get that feeling uh, when you're interacting with these traditional games. Wow. There's a I think that's fair. I think the best thing yeah. to do is create a good game. I think the, the, the issue with 
blockchain games is they suddenly just get caught up in all of these uh, like you almost have to create an economy right you have to be like creating an economy for first principles and actually what you really just want to do is try and create the best game possible um, i mean to, like to me like too right like you guys uh it's also it's similar to, it there also needs to be that type of demand eventually in you know uh, in pfp collections right like at the end of the day there have to be people who are willing to buy them because they just love to own them that they want they want to be a part of the community uh, right. It can't just be like speculative demand forever. I think like gaming, maybe just, you know, we're ex we experience that uh, a little, you know, maybe a little bit even ahead. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think that's it. I think I think obviously the, the promises from lots of PFP collections are, are about gaming. Some of them do toe the line of just trying to be, I don't know, identity, trying to be collectibles. So um, but I, I agree, like it's at some point they're all going to have to go through this transition to actually executing on some of the ideas about utility and that <laughs> you kind of started with, I guess the utility um, and it's incredibly difficult to get it right. Um, so in terms of broadly for Sky Mavis and obviously, obviously at the Ronin chain, um, are we going to see a bunch of different games now coming out from, from Axie and um, are any of that, is that sort of stuff like public or maybe, maybe going to, yeah what else you're developing other than other than Axie? Yeah, sure. I mean, so we see, you know, Axie is the cr crown jewel of our ecosystem, the first IP, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. If you go app.axieinfinity.com slash games right now, you'll see that you there are actually five games that you can already play in the Axie universe. Uh, so yeah, we definitely, you know, we we're, we definitely want to expand that out to be like in, you know, in the dozens and the, potentially the hundreds, maybe one day in the thousands. We also want to work with game developers that want access to an amazing community, that want to use the tools that we're able to use to scale Axie to millions of users, right? Because our infrastructure is really the only Web3 gaming infrastructure that's proven to have worked at a scale of millions and millions of users. And so, yeah, like, you know, I would definitely keep your, you know, uh, yeah, stay tuned for, you know, announcements around us working with other developers um, on, in the Ronin ecosystem as well on games outside of the Axie universe. Wow, there's a lot ha more happening than, than I thought. You guys are like, I'm, I'm, because we're streaming live on video at the same time as we do these. So we're sharing the screen. So you said about the app, the Axie Infinity, you know, the games thing. So I'm looking at all of them the Raid Lights, Origins, Homeland, uh, Axie Classic, uh, and, uh, and everything. Wow, this is. <laughs> Just you guys have a lot going on in your ecosystem. How's this? Uh, how's this market been for y'all uh, over the last over this last year? I mean, I've, I know there's been a lot of ups and downs. You know, you guys obviously you know had some some unfortunate events uh, that that obviously affected the company as a whole. But you you're still here, you're still around, and you're doing. And honestly, this is a great interview. Like I, I'm loving it, loving the feedback by the way on the timeline that people are sending us. Appreciate y'all continue sharing this because it's a really good episode so far. But Jiho, like. Talk to us about this last year, like, you know, some of the challenges and, and you know, um, and and what, you know, what uh, what you make out of it and how you guys are kind of bouncing back from it. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, the, the last year has been probably the craziest of our five-year journey, right? Like, 2021, there was so much, like, viral success. And then this year has been, okay, like, bear, uh, bear, bear market times, a lot of people in the community, a lot of people in the 
uh, even in Sky Mavis, right? This is like they're going through their first uh, down cycle. So uh, I think like really the uh, the bright side is we have people within Sky Mavis and even from the community that were here in 2018 and 2019 who saw how things got tough. And, you know, for a lot of us, this is pretty normal, right? This is like to be expected. Um, and it in, in some ways doesn't even feel as bad uh, as, as last time around. I remember... You know, there, there was a time where Axie prices were, uh, I think, like $2 and then they went to like 15 cents or something. Uh, and you always have to make the best. And that was back in 2019. And you always have to make the best of like a, uh, of these volatile situations, right? Like last time when uh, the crypto market went down a lot and that took, you know, Axie uh, prices down, that's when people started gifting Axies, right? And a lot of the really important community members received their Axies during that time. So that's another thing that we're seeing during this, you know, down uh, cycle is like there's this kind of like spirit of giving within the community where it's like, you know, now Axies are much cheaper. It's much more accessible to get people involved in the ecosystem. Um, but yeah, I, th I think it's just, you know, we have to keep relentlessly building. I think we want to be a shining example of how a team should react to adversity, should react to this type of market environment is just to brush it off and, and keep moving forward. And, you know, of course, like a lot of people, you know, that's like almost like a meme, right? Like just got to keep building in the bear. Uh, but I think a lot of people will say that, but they don't actually know how to embody that. And that's, you know, that's what we're looking to do. And we want to do that for the entire space. I know that like, you know, it can often seem like Axie, we're off in our own universe. <laughs> Right? Like we're in our own little axi uh, <laughs> zone that's almost in, in a lot of ways like really disconnected uh, from the rest of the NFT space, I think, because a lot of things that we're trying are so different. We're on we're on the Ronin chain. Um, but yeah, so that's actually why I was I was I was excited when you reached out because uh, I wanted to be able to talk to you guys and see what's going on in your your corner of the woods and and also like hopefully share some from learnings from what we're working on. Yeah, definitely. Mando, did you want to go ahead? Yeah, no, I, I think it's been a fair interview. I, I mean, do you, do you actually... So going just to try and nail it down, do you think P2E has a future or do you think you're going to have to now shift more towards um, the value is really in the axes themselves and in kind of the collectible nature of them and mm. just that they're going to be used more in the game? It does sound like by the nature yeah. of what you're saying, you want to take the game away from just daily... Uh, earning of some token to right you want to play the game as much as possible and creating the best environment um for mm. people to do that and maybe that wasn't your motivation at the start but that, i mean i you must have been aware of that's what people were kind of pitching some of this stuff as and now it feels like the value has really got to be in the assets themselves and creating the best gaming environment for it yeah it's really important to create an immersive game and i'm really proud of the progress that we've made right like go check out uh, you know, some of the tweets and content online about Axie Infinity Origins, about Axie Homeland. Axie Homeland actually got like uh, such an insane response from the community, which we we're uh, really excited about. We also have this initiative called Axie Core, which is basically elevating the collectible and the pet uh, ownership aspect of axes, right? We just, we actually uh, introduced accessories, right? So you, accessories are things that uh, you needed to actually burn an axie to receive an accessory. Uh, people burnt around 70,000 axes uh, to receive these accessories. And now they're, if you look up that hashtag axie lookbook, you'll see people, uh, I think like people posted over 800 axes, uh, you know, swagged out in accessories. Um, and yeah, like that, I think that 
immersive element where people are just proud of owning their axes people are having a lot of fun playing the game that is that's that's you know that's the bottom line if that is true then yes there will be a strong economy just you know based on the fact that there is uh, a secondary market and true asset ownership right uh, but the focus really does have to be on delivering an amazing game and delivering an amazing community do, do you think um do you think you're going to continue with the the scholarship model uh, as the other thing about the, the whole system which was kind of like well there are people playing the game which obviously were more because and for people in the audience that don't know that's like when you rent out uh an axi and then they play the game for you and then you have some sort of profit profit share do you think that's something you, you see as like a long-term future i know gaming guilds have also come under slightly under some fire but um do you think that kind of detracts from what you're saying though in trying to create this game or do you reckon it could still be complementary yeah i mean different people have different uh thoughts on this and i mean the way that i see it is you know just like bitcoin mining right so i think like play to earn is maybe like a mischaracterization of what's actually happening in a lot of ways right the way that i see it is like yeah like blockchains they issue tokens to pay for their security right and the idea is that games can issue tokens to incentivize uh more engagement especially like at the beginning of a game uh, i think we also see that you know in a bear market for bitcoin for example like the number of miners like drops a lot and it consolidates a lot so we've definitely seen a lot less scholarships but there are still people who are who have scholars a lot of them are focused on like more like the esports aspect or climbing the leaderboard uh for the for the you know the more of like the basically the uh competitive aspect um of the ecosystem so i i think we'll still see uh that but i think there will be ebbs and flows based on uh you know the strength of the economy which is also tied to macro factors definitely Um, i think that's fair no it's fair i think look i think you've got the war chest of sky mavis is uh, like almost unrivaled in the whole space i I just feel like you can create an incredible game here and maybe even a series of games so it's great to great to hear how passionate you are about um it going forward um i still i mean the fact that it's still the most the highest volume and has obviously a ton of active users um it's, we're, still, uh, we're still the most played games still the most played game in web3 still the most watched game in web3 still have the most streamers you can check the sully gnome data against all the you know other other little projects um so yeah we're, we're really proud of what we've done we feel like we're in a good spot right now this is so much opportunity there i think um so i just i really really hope this this um this all works out and it's good to hear how impassioned you are about the uh, the whole system because we think there's going to be an nft bull run right now we think 2023 is going to be good i do hope that 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 there's also going to be one in gaming because it feels like 2022 maybe in the back end of 2021 was was a period to forget for mm-hmm. kind of both for both uh bits of the market what do you think that so you know just closing out slowly here but what do you think that the future of like uh gaming lies in, in, in Web3. I mean, obviously, you guys have done well. You're doing well. You know, um, there's a lot of people coming in the space. A lot of, you know, people that were in gaming. Uh, I know Gabriel's making a lot of noise. But, <laughs> but in general, you know, there's a lot of people build, focused on building. I mean, we, like I told you, like, time being in the space. I mean, two weeks ago, we had Bryson on. He's more on the creator side. We shout out Bryson. And then last week, we had, you know, Kieran from Illuvium. And now we have you this week. So we're even trying to, like, you know, make more Web3 focused content here and there to just like highlight it because it's very, very, very important art to, you know, um, vertical to this space that we're in. Like, 
you know what what do you what do you what are you most bullish on for the future of gaming in the space you know it doesn't have to be specific with regards to axe infinity yeah so i mean, i think like right the, it's really important to have like a baseline immersiveness and there needs to be seamless onboarding, right? Like the onboarding always needs to get better. It's gotten better, to be fair. Uh, you know, for example, with Origins, uh, you can start playing for free, fall in love with the universe before having to make any economic decisions. But we need to keep pushing there. Uh, I think a lot of the things that push the space forward are things that are hard to envision now. Um, just like, you know, the ability to earn a token uh, by playing a game uh, kind of came out of uh, left field and ended up being a huge catalyst. I think there are still a lot of unexplored uh, mechanics that, um, you know, haven't haven't really been explored before. I think like upgradable, uh, upgradable tokens, right, or upgradable NFTs where you need to, you know, play a game to get some crafting materials to then like upgrade, right, for example, like an Axie body part. Uh, and there could be some, you know, uh, RNG involved in that role. I was like a huge Haradric Cube guy and uh, Diablo too, actually. All I did was like farm uh, small charms from uh, Hell Bale and use the perfect gems to re-roll, 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 re-roll. I think like uh, mechan crafting mechanics like that are perfect for, for Web3. I think like wagering where, you know, you both... Uh, you know, you, you play for pink slips, right? Battle, <laughs> battle axes and whoever loses, right? Like, you know, has to give their axe to the other person. Uh, we saw like how in EVE Online, right? Like uh, they, their ships actually get destroyed and they have these huge wars. So I think that mm -hmm. like war games with permanent loss, uh, there have to be real stakes. Um, and people have to be okay with uh, risking those real stakes because it's like fighting in a war is freaking awesome and fun. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, th I think like mechanics like that are, are really going to elevate it, um, are, are going to be catalysts that take the space to the next level because we can't just, I think a lot of people say, oh, just make a fun game, like a web two game and allow for item trading. No, like CSGO already basically has that, right? So we need to elevate it with new mechanics that are only made possible by web three. And we do have to like play into like the power of the community of that hive mind and finding new ways to unleash the hive mind to act as uh, kind of fuel for the growth of these, uh, for these ecosystems, right? You're starting to see these games with Axie, right? Like people have this national identity. They see themselves as part of this nation. This nation has like shared pastime, shared beliefs, even shared language, right? You talk to an Axie person about Axie without understanding anything, like you're not going to understand what they're saying, right? That's basically the, its own language. We have our own sports, right? We have a competitive ecosystem, right? So I think like reimagining what a gaming community is uh, in the future, that is, right, that's going to be enabled by Web3, like basically taking those super evangelists and super fans to the next level um, and designing features that really play into that. Yeah, there's just so much brewing on that. Sorry, man, were you gonna go say something? Or was it was it no, no, was no. it Jazz? Jazz, I see your hand raised. Sorry, I'm like paying attention to the <laughs> I was looking at my phone. What's up, Jazz? Yeah, I just want to talk because when I first got into NFTs, like I was Axie was almost the first project I bought into just because I was a gamer, like had a gaming background. It seemed like it just made a lot of sense like to to enter that way, as I'm sure it does for many people. But like since then, like back in I don't know, the end of 2020 when I first discovered it. Um, like the the whole universe has grown like and expanded a lot and I remember back then it was like really difficult to figure out how to enter like how to start how to get going 
And I can't imagine that that's got simpler. So like, what, what's your advice to somebody that wanted to like get into Axie, like right now, like day one, fresh off the bat, like, where do they go? How do you do it? What do you, what's, yeah. what's your advice for that? Well, yeah, I would visit welcome.skymavis.com. You'll be able to actually download Axie Infinity Origins uh, for free. You'll get three free starter axes that are not NFTs. Be able to start like experimenting, seeing if you like the art, like the IP, like uh, how the battle mechanics work. Also join the Discord. Uh, another thing that people don't mention or even realize is Axie has, I think, the largest Discord in Web3. We have 650,000 people in our Discord. Uh, you know, we've hit the cap before as well. So I would go in the Axie Discord and, wow. you know, if you like the community, you know, ask them how to get started too. Uh, there, you know, there's a bunch of like YouTube content as well. People in the Discord are super friendly. Uh, yeah, just say what up to the community. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll help you get started. They'll probably even give you some free axes. Uh, you can reach out to me too. Uh, I friended a lot of you guys in this space, uh, you know, while I was listening to the show as well. So our DMs should be uh, pretty accessible. Uh, so just hit me up if, if you want to learn more about the universe. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely if there's, yeah, if, if you're, if you want to get involved, there's like tons of ways. I think the Discord reaching out to me. Yeah. Checking out welcome.scottmavis.com. There's a lot. I I'm I'm very impressed by this whole interview, Bando Ovi. I mean, I'm just like I think like you guys have a lot going on. Of course, like you know whatever happened in the past, like you know, and there was a there was a huge run up, and then obviously like I think a lot of people like lost money, but that's because a lot of people lost money on a lot of things, like all NFTs and the whole market went to shits. But like when I look at like when I listen to to uh uh to this interview. And I listened to you and your determination and how you guys built throughout like 18, 19, like kept doing this shit and 2021 and spiked up. It did really well. And now you have five games, developing more stuff. You know, for every question you had an answer that led to like a website to download this, download that, you know, go look into like, it's like very like structured and organized. And obviously you guys, Mando was mentioning you have a war chest to keep building. So it's like, all of it is quite impressive. I mean, uh, you know, I guess Jiho, you know, kind of a closing question is like within Axie, that was a great question by the way, Jazz. That's great for those who want to get started, mm. you know, go download it and whatnot. But for those, for, for from an Axie standpoint, I mean, what's the most exciting thing you, uh, you have going on this year? Any alpha you want to leak on here or anything you want to share? Like anything to look towards like in the next coming weeks? You know, days, weeks, months. Like, what? What are you? What are you excited about the most for this year? But specifically for you, <laughs> for me, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited about like you know the the concept of Axie Core, right? Like, which is like really playing into that pet angle, right? A Tamagotchi or even a web a Web three Webkins kind of angle where you're feeding, you're raising, you're able to upgrade the aesthetic experience. Uh, look of your axes. Yeah, also like, you know, uh, the collectability, right? There, There's so many, uh, there's the mystic axes, there's the origins, there's the Japanese axes. There's a lot to dive into. Um, and yeah, so I, I think like that, that is a, a hugely exciting part of the ecosystem where, uh, yeah, you know, playing into that pet angle because I, th I actually think that one of the reasons that ac axie works is because people love pets, but people in our generation, it's really hard for us to own pets, right? Like I'm, I'm a classic example. I had to give my dog away to my parents when I went to go to busy. Vietnam, right? Like we're mobile, we're busy, we're living in urban environments, but we want to take care of something. We want to have a, a personal connection to a pet. So I'm really yeah. excited about that angle uh, personally, of course, right? Like 
more Axie games, upgrading what we currently have on the market, uh, onboarding more games outside of Axie onto the Ronin network. Uh, you know, those are all huge priorities for us this year. That's awesome. Well, that's really cool. I mean, Mando, I, I think I'm good on the questions. That was really well-rounded interview. I don't know if you got anything else here, but I think, oh, wait, 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 wait. I think Ovi. Ovi, you still with uh, us? Yeah, I do have a, I do have a question, actually. Ovi, Ovi has a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, my question to you is: What what sort of music do you like listen, listening to when you're uh, when you're working? <laughs> Dude, I'm weird, man. I don't listen to music while I'm working. Like, I think I just because like I, I I'm I'm like someone who needs to fully focus, and like music can be distracting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, in general, like I like. Uh, old school Kendrick, uh, old Ooh. school like uh, Kanye. Uh, yeah. I'm nostalgic, right? Like, so I like to listen to the mu- music that you know I listened to when I was in college and uh, middle school. I love that. I've been on my on my on my old school hip hop rap vibe the last few days at the gym, Jiho. So it's like there's nothing better than that, you know? It's like you just wake up and you know gets you going. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I don't also I can't listen to music when I work really, but you know I I, I could definitely relate. You get Mandovi. You guys can listen to music when you're like deep in your I, work. I do, yeah, stuff. I do a lot. Yeah, yeah. When you no, when you work, or when yeah, you create. Both. Huh, uh, also, I'm a I'm a Blink. Like this is something I think the Axie community knows. Like I'm a I'm a huge like Blackpink fan. Ooh, okay, nice. That's a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Well, Gio, it was a pleasure to have you uh, on Jam Web Three this morning. I know we've been we've been going playing tag you and I for for a minute now, and you were part of our original list of, of of people we're trying to hit last year. So we made it happen early this year. I'm super happy. So thank you so much for 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 coming on on Jam Web Three on Rug Radio uh, this morning. Really appreciate you, and uh, and it was a pleasure. And you know, uh, definitely we'll uh, stay connected and back and see how we can uh, help each other because definitely we want to push gaming more especially gaming content on our network a lot more this year it's one of our priorities actually awesome well yeah happy to help out with that like this was really fun uh and uh yeah i felt like we you know cross-pollinated communities yeah uh, much love Thank you. And for those of you who are not familiar with our show, every morning, Monday to Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 12 is when we run the show. Uh, we often have very, very uh, good guests uh, from 11.15 to noon. Um, I think tomorrow is, 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 is a partner uh, space that we have. Uh, Thursday, we have uh, Keith. Apparently, he's bringing up like a bunch of people. Uh, he's the president of Moonpay. He's bringing up like, Ivan, founder of Moonpay, and a bunch of people on stage. I don't know for what. He's like, hey, just promise me you can give me 15 minutes of airtime. We got something big. I'm like, okay, sure. So we'll see. He doesn't want to tell me. And Friday we'll confirm we have Jack Butcher coming on. So, and his uh, lead dev. So that'll be fun. Uh, just a reminder, if you are a rig radio, rug radio membership pass holder or Genesis NFT holder, definitely go to rug.fm forward slash rewards, R E W A R D S and sign up for it already because tomorrow from tomorrow on, you're going to have a claim window of 15 to 30 minutes to claim the rug token. So we're going to launch it tomorrow. We were ready for this show, but I went to the right today with the link stuff. So um, we're going to launch it tomorrow uh, during the show. It's going to be a period where I'm going to just say code. Uh, it's going to change the code every time. And then you're going to be able to claim uh, some rug token. And you know, over time, they're going to be able to do a lot of stuff with it, especially with regards to what we're launching also uh, at the, in the second half of, of February. So it'll be fun. 
and a bunch of stuff coming in the reward store. So make sure you uh, connect your wallet and you have to sign just once. So you opt in for the rewards. And then from there on, you never have to do it again. So like claiming is very, very quick. So just giving people the heads up today to do so. Cause then if you do it tomorrow, there is like this 10 to 20 minute buffer between the moment you sign up and connect and like the whole expand thing, like has you in their system. So make sure you do so. Cause from tomorrow on, we are going to get into that for every single show. So imagine getting our native token and at the same time being able to educate yourself and listen to dope people such as Jiho. But anyways, 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 Obi, Mando, another banger, another pleasure. Golden, as usual, he's going to be posting a thread about this space in the next couple of minutes. I like the TLDL. Too long, didn't listen, uh, you know, uh, narrative that you've been running with. People love that. So he's going to post this, um, uh, a link to it, not a link, a video thread on the Rug Video Twitter account. So make sure you follow that. Uh, uh, on it and then it's going to be uploaded across all platforms by end of day so Jiho I'll send you links but you can share it to your community it's going to be on Spotify Apple and whatnot. so uh, on top of the Twitter but anyways with that with that with that we'll see y'all tomorrow morning 10.30am Eastern Standard Time 7.30am Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GM Web 3 or Rug Radio let's go and it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day GM GM on this beautiful day Good morning to Web3 with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30 and it's all on Rug Radio. Radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GMG. Rug Radio.